Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, if you're a regular listener, you'll have noticed that uh, there's no music today, and uh, there'll be a reason for that. I'm recording this on the morning of Thursday, the 23rd of March 2017. It's going to be a very different episode from the one that I had planned. Um, I was going to talk about the fact that earlier this week I had completed my 59th orbit of the sun and was uh, just starting on my 60th. In other words, it had been my birthday earlier in the week and I was going to talk about that for a little while and uh, and thoughts that uh, I'd had about that. But instead, events yesterday, uh, 22nd of March in London, in Westminster, rather overtook all of that. If you're listening to this sometime in the future... I'll just remind you that yesterday there was, a, there was an attack in Westminster. A man drove uh, a 4x4 over Westminster Bridge, uh, mowing down many people, um, and then crashing the vehicle and entering the, uh, the uh, area around the Houses of Parliament where he stabbed a police officer and killed a police officer. And this police officer had been running towards the danger, not away from it, towards it. Uh, he stabbed and killed a police officer, officer and shortly afterwards was himself shot by police officers and subsequently died of his wounds. Now, here's the point. That here's, here's why I want to talk about this. This is supposed to be a, a motivational type podcast and... It, it, Frankly, I, it's it's difficult to be motivational at times like these, but what I can do is offer you my thoughts, and such as they are, here I go. At the time of me recording this, the attacker, uh, the perpetrator of this horrible, evil act, has not been named. Two people have been named. The police officer, PC Keith Palmer, and a woman who was killed in the attack, uh, a woman by the... I, I, forgive me, I haven't heard her name pronounced, so I may well pronounce this incorrectly. Aisha or Aisha, Frada or Freyd, I'm not sure. And um, forgive me, uh, I mean no disrespect if I've pronounced her name incorrectly. This young woman was, it seems, crossing Westminster Bridge to collect her children from school. And I can't tell you how horrible that is that she should have left to collect her children and never made it. And it is difficult. It is difficult at times like this. And I'll, I'll, I promise I'm going to get to my point. London and Britain has been subjected to terrorist attacks because that's what this seems to be, a terrorist attack. We've been subject to terrorist attacks for years. We've been subject to awful events in the Second World War, the, 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 the bombing of our cities in the Second World War. And none of that, none of that worked. I lived in London during the, the 80s, the 70s and early 80s, when uh, terrorism probably peaked um, from the point of view of IRA activity on the mainland. I was up in town when the Harrods bomb went off. In fact, I, while I was quite a way away from it, I was close enough to, to hear it and to feel the reverberations of it. And it's quite horrible to realise 
later that at that moment, at that moment, when you heard that dreadful noise, people lost their lives. I also lived close enough to another bomb for it to actually rattle the windows of, of the flat that I was living in, the apartment that I was, Carol and I were living in at the time. It rattled uh, the windows. And my parents were visiting at the time. But you know what? None of that stopped us going out. None of that made us change the way we live. None of that. In fact, that very afternoon, that very afternoon that we'd heard that bomb go off, we caught a bus from our apartment into central London. And on the way, on the way, we passed a protest march in favour of Sinn Féin being escorted by the police because that's what we do. We carry on. We are a tolerant people. The terrorists are trying to change that. And the way we answer that is by not changing, by remaining tolerant, by remaining inclusive, by recognising, as Joe Cox's own husband this morning, Joe Cox, if you're not aware, was a, a, an MP, a member of our parliament, who last year, in the run-up to the European referendum, was so horrifically murdered by somebody who held extreme right-wing views and saw, in his twisted way, Joe Cox's support of remaining within the European Union as a betrayal of our nation. Clearly it wasn't. Clearly it wasn't. But Joe's husband this morning has said, look, Here's the thing about this perpetrator. He no more represents Muslims than the man who killed Joe represents Yorkshire folk. And he's absolutely right. So here's the point that I want to make. The police yesterday uh, announced that one of their own had died and they named him as soon as they could, as soon as they consulted with the family, PC Keith Palmer. This morning, they've named the young woman who was sadly killed. And there is another victim who has yet to be named. And it seems that it's possible that the, this victim was from overseas. Many people gather from overseas around our Houses of Parliament. It's a popular tourist destination. So it seems that it's possible that this person was from overseas. And clearly there are logistics in informing this person's family before naming them. It's quite right that the family are informed first. But there is another person who has yet to be named, as I record this, and that is the perpetrator of this evil, evil deed. And here's my point. I hope they don't name him. I really do. And I mean that. And it's not just a, I don't know, a throwaway comment. I really hope they don't name him. And here's why. Because yesterday, when he set out on that journey, he knew he wasn't going home. All the other people who were victims of what he did, those he killed and those he cruelly injured, several of whom are still in critical conditions. Forty people were injured. Forty people were injured above and beyond those he killed. All of those people expected to go home unharmed last evening, and they didn't. He knew, he knew he wasn't going home. He also, and I'm prepared to bet, even though I'm not a betting man, knew that his name would soon be known by everyone. 
that he would gain notoriety. He would gain significance. And I've talked about significance in the past. He would gain significance. I mean, we. I would suggest that perhaps even beyond love, we all crave significance. But here's the thing. We can't get significance for ourselves. It has to be bestowed upon us by others. We can earn it, but we can't say, I'm significant. Does that make sense? Other people give us that significance, but we have to earn it. So if we don't name him, if we don't say who this man was, and if we don't say publicly why he did it, then he won't have that significance. Yes, of course, of course, the police must establish his identity. Of course, they must identify why he did it, establish his motives. Of course, they must identify any associates he may have. Incidentally, there are, I believe, up to date eight other arrests. Of course, they must identify people who are associated with him, who may share his twisted beliefs. Of course, they must do that. But we don't need to know. We do not, we actively, I, and I mean this, actively should seek not to know his name because he doesn't deserve the luxury of significance. He doesn't deserve the luxury of being remembered. He will not win because Londoners and Britons generally, we don't work like that. We're happy to listen to an argument. Make your argument. But terrorism doesn't work. It never has here and it never will. Sadly, we know that more people will lose their lives because these idiots simply cannot comprehend that. So sadly, more people will lose their lives. But I still say we should not name them. We should not name these people who die in the commission of these wicked acts. Because in doing that, we create a focus. We create a significance that we can be used in recruiting others to their twisted cause. So let them die unremembered. Remember the victims. Remember the event. Forget the perpetrator. I'm sorry this was a little bit of a downer this this morning, but I do feel very strongly about this. I'm not I'm not one for a bellicose response, I'm not one for jingoism, and I'm not one for censorship. What I'm saying is we have a tacit agreement. We decide among ourselves that no, we don't want the press, we don't want the media to tell us who these people are. Because we have no interest in them, because we do not want to give them significance. Report the events, but don't report the perpetrators. Thank you for bearing with me on that. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.